Hello, fellow plate spinners. I'm really glad you're here for your weekly dose of authenticity and joy. I'm Selena Johnson and your guide through this chaos of busy lives. In each episode, we unpack real tools to conquer overwhelm and dodge burnout. It's all about creating space for what truly matters. Whether it be through solo reflections or inspiring guests, this is your sanctuary for a more centered, productive you with a healthy serving of that joy we talked about. Get ready to hit pause on life while we dive in to some real chats. Hope you enjoy. Hello. Hi. Okay. Here we are. I, um, I'm not sure at what point this will be posted, maybe a little bit after, but you may hear in my voice, I'm just getting off bronchitis. So I'm fine. Everything's fine. I got some good antibiotics and I appreciate so many people reaching out and just sending love and my goodness, it feels so good to have people support you. That's all. Just if you don't have yourself surrounded with others who are lifting you up, you need to surround yourself with some new people. That's my encouragement. It has nothing to do with today's episode, but it just, it's um, sometimes the fuel for your fire and sometimes the thing that gets you through when you're just, I was not feeling good. So thank you to everyone who's been praying for me and I'm praying for all of you who are in this sickness season and maybe have not come out unscathed. So here we are. All right. We are going to get into some good stuff today. I have had this one on my mind for a while and I'm excited to share it with you. So, uh, we are going to talk about being a victim to randomness. I have found myself in that place. I have in the past, uh, been a victim to randomness. And we're going to talk about what that means. My encouragement, my hope is that for today, that as you're listening through this, if you have anything that resonates with you, that you won't be discouraged in any way, but that you will be encouraged to maybe make some little tweaks or little shifts. That's going to help you feel a little more in control of your days and your life. Okay. So, First of all, I want to say that, that with all, everything I'm going to talk about that we have one master who's fully in control so that, that he's the one, right? He's the one. We have an obligation and a responsibility to control what we can control. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So let's first go step back though, and talk about what understanding randomness is. What do I mean by randomness? What's the definition of randomness? So, you know, I think a really good example of it that I think all of us can probably, uh, uh, understand. (laughs) Wow. Words are hard. Uh, that we can understand is that like this idea of emails. Okay. So emails are a really good example because you've opened up this avenue for people to contact you and you will have spam you will have important emails you will have maybe three important ones in a row you'll have ones that require your action ones that don't require your action ones that are just fyi you will emails are completely random 
there is no rhyme or reason in the way that it comes in because not everyone on the planet is getting together and thinking about in what order they're going to send these emails to you. So that right there for me is a picture of life. You don't know what's going to come up. You don't know if your kid's going to get sick. You don't know if you're going to get bronchitis. You don't know, uh, if the, um, the, uh, plans that you had made are going to fall through. You don't know. These are the things that come at us in life that are completely random that we, we see it as random. I think that we all know that there's a master, um, tapestry being woven, but these are things we just don't know. We don't know what today brings. We don't know what tomorrow brings and we can't control any of that. So it's all coming in at us fast and furious. And I know I, uh, I will say that I, we're going to talk a little bit about too, is, but, but you can get into a victim mentality and we're going to talk about that here in a minute, but I know I've been there where you're like, can everyone just leave me alone? Like it's all coming too fast. It's all, I don't, I can't, I can't, right. It's too much. And you get into that state of overwhelm, which we've talked about a million times on here, but that's something that I love speaking to you on, because I think so many of us on this planet deal with that on a regular basis. So I am going to help give you some tools today. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about it and I was like, what's an analogy for, for this. And I'm even going to give credit to chat GPT. Cause I was like, how do I describe this? And I was like giving it specifics and it gave me the analogy of a river, a wild river, and I'm going to totally steal it, which I think that's what the whole point is. But it gave me an analogy of a wild river and that you have twists and you have turns, you have unexpected rapids, you've got calm stretches, there's beautiful serene spots, there's rough and wild spots. And that being a victim to randomness, randomness is like trying to navigate that river without a paddle or any other tools. You're at the mercy of the current. You're tossed around by whatever obstacles are coming your way. And you are unable to steer steer in the direction that you want, right? That's what it looks like to be a victim to randomness. But taking control is like grabbing that paddle and learning to skillfully navigate the river, which is, is such a better feeling, right? Like we can all agree that that's going to feel, uh, that's going to feel more at peace. That's going to help you have room to do other things, to think through things. And if you're kind of panicked and you don't have that paddle to grab, you're not going to have that room to, to think things through. So making an intentional choice and how you navigate and, and how you choose to navigate is, is what drives that, uh, that purpose behind the randomness, right? Cause again, we can't control how it's coming in. Like imagine that inbox, right? You can't control what emails are coming in and what order, but you can control what you choose to do with them and how you choose to navigate it. And that's you grabbing the paddle. So let's talk about, uh, what happens to so many of us when that randomness starts to take over, which is we, uh, we get a victim mentality. I know that I, I'm just going to go back in time <laughs> you know, a decade ago. And I was in a, a very rough season. I was, I was a victim to randomness. I was not taking control in any way. And I honestly continued to think it was everyone else's issue and not mine. It was something that, uh, God really had to work 
through me with. And what it does is it leaves you feeling helpless. It leaves you feeling out of control. It leaves you feeling chaotic. And it, it most definitely does not give you room to serve others well, right? If you're a victim to randomness and if you're, you know, just like, oh, I guess this is just how life is. Like, I guess I'll just live in a state of constant overwhelm. You're not really putting yourself in a position to serve those around you. They're, they're going to see you as stressed, as overwhelmed, as taxed. And honestly, in my case, grumpy, right? So adopting that victim mentality can so hinder your personal growth. You, we, we have the same opportunity every single day. And, you know, it's funny, I, I say this a lot, but it takes just as much energy to be in that victim mindset and to just kind of let it come as it does and not really take control of anything. We have the same, we use the same amount of energy to actually take control of it and feel better on the other side. And I think that when we are in, well, this is all about growth mindset and fixed mindset, right? So fixed mindset would be that victim mentality of, this is how it's, this is just, this is the randomness that comes at me. And this is how I have to deal with it. Whereas growth mindset is like, how can I lean into this? How can I learn from it? How can I find tools that are going to help me get to the other side of it? And we're going to talk today about those tools, right? So I think that, um, that patterns that you might see if you were leaning into this victim mentality would be, as I said a minute ago, like, cranky. Like I know for me, when my fuse is short, I'm not taking control of my response, my actions, my feelings, my thoughts, my behaviors. I know that when I get into that space, that means that I am feeling like it's coming at me too fast and I can't do anything about that. So there's that helpless state. So if you do feel helpless, I know for me too, when I'm in that kind of, when I kind of get into that, like, Oh, it's all coming too fast. I will start to put it on other people. I, you know, I will, and I'm so grateful for growth because I will say I've not done this for a very long time and that makes me very happy. But it, you know, I have heard myself say, you know, like, well, I just don't understand why they had to send this to me or why am I getting copied on this or whatever the case may be. And really that's not, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you were uncopied. There's a lot of reasons why they sent it to you. Also, maybe it's your job. Like, you don't, you know, we tend to kind of try to figure out how to, how to turn it back, you know, turn the tables on, on the situation when really we need to just take control of it. So I, um, I think that when I start to feel that way, when I start to hear myself, I have to walk away. I have to pause, which you can go back and listen to the whole series, but I have to do that, that process of pause. We're going to talk about, um, taking control today and embracing uncertainty and the power of mindset. We're going to keep going here, but I really want you to think about what are the common thought patterns that you have when you're finding yourself to be uh, a, in the victimhood state. And I know also my chest starts to get tight. Uh, I will, I'll again, get hangry. I will go, I will actually, I find myself when I'm feeling in that place, I will have to go grab something to eat. It's all comfort, right? So I think that we all have those triggers and those thought patterns that are associated with victim. And I would just encourage you to really observe yourself. If you're starting to feel any of those things or anxiety, uh, stress that it's very possible you're feeling like it's coming at you too fast and you're not sure how to, to manage that. So let's talk about how we take control because that's going to be really, really important for yourself as you move forward. Right? So 
how do we take control? So, you know, shifting the focus to take control of what we can is a big, a big hurdle to jump over. Right. So I know for me, it doesn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. I didn't just one day wake up and think, you know, I'm going to control the controllables and this is going to be amazing. And I won't have this issue anymore. And it's not going to be a problem anymore. <laughs> like I, and it, then just the next day guys, it just happened. No, not that's it. That's not how this works. That is not how this works. What happens is, is you start to feed yourself truth instead of lies, which is you start to say, okay, there's a list of things here right now. What can I control. This is where my brain dump comes in. If you guys go to my website, uh, selenajohnsonspeaks.com forward slash freebies, you'll get my ultimate brain dump guide there. Go grab it. But this is where that, that part is so important because in order to take control, we have to know what the things are that we could possibly be in control of. There's going to be a lot of things coming at you. Like I'm taking control is not calling that person and telling them to stop sending you emails. That's, that's not taking control that's being bossy and rude. That's what that is. But taking control is like, okay. So for example, spam. Oh, what a beautiful thing. Oh, I'm going to share something with you guys. It's going to change your life. I'm going to give you such a tool right now. That's going to blow your mind. But spam is a really, really good example of it. Like not all that I need to see. Right. But I'm not going to like call the companies that are spamming me and say, could you stop spamming me? What I am going to do is tell you about this tool that's going to change your life, which is if you go to unroll.me, if you go to unroll.me, now you can't do this for your work emails, guys. This has to be for your, your uh, Gmails or yes, I still have a Yahoo or whatever, right? So if you go to unroll.me, you can put any inbox in there that you've got, any, any email that you've got, it will tell you all the things that you're subscribed to. And you can like in less than five minutes, unsubscribe to everything you want to, you can keep everything you want to, and you can roll everything you want to, which what it does is it doesn't mean you don't see that email anymore, but it does mean you just get it once in a daily summary of those, of those, those roles that you chose. You guys go do it, go check it out. I'm not sponsored in any way. I just heard it on a training and it's completely, completely changed my life. So go and do that. But the other thing that you can do is in your inbox, you can set up a rule, let's say. So you could say, hey, I get this report every single day. This isn't something that I really need to do anything with, but I need to be aware of it. And I'm kind of going into like corporate world talk here, but you know, like, or whatever, whatever the thing is that you get every day. And again, you want to see it, but you don't necessarily want to take action on it. And it, it feels, it stresses you out. Like it feels cluttered when, in, as part of the mix. What you can do is set up a rule so that every time an email comes in with that subject line or every time an email comes in from that person, you could have it go to a certain folder or you can have it take action in some way. And that's taking control. That's the difference of just getting mad at it and just letting it be as opposed to doing something about it, taking action in some way. So these are some like practical strategies you can do. But I think that, that you know what those things are. And if you don't, again, that brain dump is so important, L listing those things out and understanding that some of those things are for you to do something different with, you know, schedule is really important. So like, let's say every week you get, you feel behind and frustrated because you forgot to do whatever the thing is, change your sheets on your bed. Like you're like, oh, I forgot to change the sheets or whatever the thing is. 
And what you can do is, is really take control by putting that on a recurring schedule on your calendar or, um, writing it on a post-it note on your, on your, your, um, what's it called? Mirror in your bathroom or whatever. I know for me, um, anything that I can do to not make me have to think about it is going to be really, really important. So like, uh, for example, um, my, my supplements I have to take every single day, right? My supplements I have to take every day and I, I forget sometimes. And so I've started just like putting them literally right next to the sink. Like, I don't really care if aesthetically, it doesn't look like a fancy bathroom in that case. Like I just put them right next to the sink and they're in, in my viewpoint. And I think that those are the little things that we take for granted sometimes. And we think we have to just accept it as it is. And we have to just like, oh, I guess this is what we do now. I guess I just am stressed out all the time. I guess I'm just overthinking and I guess I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed. No, like there are so many little things that you can do to completely change the dynamics, to completely change the way that your um, brain works and how engaged you have to be in the process, if that makes sense. So let that takes us into embracing uncertainty. So let's talk about embracing uncertainty. Oh boy. So I think that it's safe to say that, you know, all of us had to figure out what that looked like for each of us come 2020. There was a lot of uncertainties, but gosh, you guys, isn't that life? You know that? Yes, that was so, uh, dynamic because we didn't know what was happening each day. And it was also overwhelming, but like life is going to have, you know, they say the only constant is change. And I know that to be true. Any of us who have lived more than a minute know that to be true. And so I think that what we want to do is we want to right now just explore the idea of embracing certainty, uncertainty as a part of life. Like at what point and not to get like, cause I, I don't, I don't go this way and you guys know that, but you know, at, you know, the Buddhist mentality is like to embrace, to like accept it as it is. Now I believe there are, there are, there is occasion for us to accept it as it is and embrace the fact that God's the one in control. And that's the part that's, that's what my brain does. And my heart does is like uncertainty isn't like, and it's all out of control and I'm just going to have to wait for it to play out. Like, I know I'm not going to be the one to figure it out. I'm not going to be the one to call the shots. And the uncertainty, that's where faith comes in. That's where trust comes in. That's where um, the power of fully knowing your God comes in. Because if to embrace uncertainty, you have to embrace the one who is certain. That's how I feel about that. I think that, that we very often, um, <clears throat> I come into contact with people who, uh, you know, are working through anxiety, including myself. So who work through anxiety and that's the part is we start to loop, right? What, like, what if, and then what if, and then what if, and then you start to just, you go through this, like this whole process of, of giving yourself this complete story of what could happen when, you know, again, I think you spend just as much energy anticipating good as you can anticipating bad. And so embracing uncertainty to me is like, just anticipating God's the one anticipating. He's going to be the one to see it through. And I'm going to take action 
where I can and leave the rest up to him. You know, we say, give God your best and let him do the rest. And that's where embracing uncertainty for me has become easier over time. Now I will say I still have a tendency towards neurotic and I still love to be a planner. So I am not coming at this from a perspective of like, I've spent my life going with the flow. When I tell you this is this right now, like what I'm talking about is the evidence of God's change in my life. I say that full well, knowing that he has completely transformed me in this area because I can actually sit in a place of uncertainty now and not be so in my head. So I'm just giving you hope. If you're somebody who this is a challenge for you, continue to lean into your creator, continue to lean into who he is and continue to know him best so that you can actually, without having to think through the outcome, you could be detached from the outcome, knowing the person in charge of the outcome is the one that you give your life to the one that you put your faith in the one that you give your trust to. Okay. So that's going to, that's how we're going to, that's how we're going to do it. Those are the tips. That's my tip. Rely on God. That's my tip for embracing uncertainty. Um, and then we're just going to talk about the power of mindset now, you guys. So, so the power of mindset for me is all of it. Like even the part I just spoke of, um, of embracing uncertainty, you, you have to be in control of your mind and your mindset around this. We talked about at the beginning that this is to, to go through this and to not be a victim of randomness. You have to I have a growth mindset. You have to always be looking for how you can shift and change and control what you can control. And so it's important for us to remember, I think, you know, I have been, uh, I've been, what's the word? Oh gosh, I'm having a hard time with words today, but it's okay. We're just going to go with it. Um, I've been accused. That's the word I've been accused of being a Pollyanna sometimes. Um, and it's okay. You know, I've kind of stopped trying to convince everyone I'm not because maybe I am, you know what I'm saying? Like I can embrace that. That's fine. But what I will say is that it's not because I think everything's great and it's going to turn out great and there's no problems in the world. And don't, let's not talk about problems because there aren't any problems. I hope by now, if you've listened to any of my episodes, if you've spent any time with me in a personal nature, you know, that's not how I actually think, but I will say that your mind has power. God created it in such a way when, when that scripture says, take captive every thought, I truly believe it's not like we take captive every thought. We're just like, oh, I'm just going to catch that before it takes shape. It's like our, I think he's saying that our mind has the power to change us good for good or bad. Our mind has the power to flip the script to look at things in a different way, to change over time, to fire new neurons, to, uh, to shift, to shift. And if you're somebody who lives in a state of victimhood to randomness, if you're a victim to randomness, I just want to encourage you. Don't, you don't always have to be, you can change over time. You can take control of what you can control. You can embrace embrace uncertainty and you can change the way you look at life. And I believe with all of my heart that comes through personal development. What do I mean by personal development? I mean, listening to podcasts like this one. Um, there are so many amazing podcasts out there, you guys, and, and books. There are so many authors who have such a heart for you to know 
the transforming power of Jesus Christ. They have such a heart for you to know what it means to change the way, to, to change the shape of your mind, to change the way that you look at things. So there's books out there, there's podcasts, there's um, audibles. So if you don't like to read books, listening on audible is really, really key. That was how I really developed an interest in personal development is like through audibles because I could listen to my car commute. And this is what I'll say about personal development. There's no right way to do it. There's no wrong way to do it. You do what sets your soul on fire and what feeds your mind. That's what you do. You don't worry about reading. If, you, if you're not a reader, that's fine. If you aren't an audible person, that's fine. I know so many people who have to read the book and I love that for them. I know that's not me. That's not who I am. I'll read books throughout the year, but it's not my go-to strategy. And so find, find something that's going to feed your mind and feed your soul. If you are into a personal development book or a podcast or an audible or whatnot, and you are not connecting with it, I am giving you permission right now to turn it off and change books. Like that is okay. I've had many times where I'll be reading it and everyone's raving about this author, raving about this book, raving about this podcast, whatever the case may be. And I'm like, this is not in line with how I feel, how I think. And that's okay. That is okay. But what I will say is that's not an excuse then to not be in any personal development at all. The other thing is be in God's word. Be in God's word. How are you going to change your mindset? God is going to change your mindset. You being in his word, getting to know his character, who he is, what he has called you to do, what his purpose and design is for you is going to be the very most uh, uh, force catalyst to help you see change in your life. You seeing yourself through God's eyes is going to be what helps you do better and do more to become more in line with him. So your, your mindset is really the key to all of this because you're going to have those, again, we're going to go back to the river. You're going to have all the things coming at you. You're going to be in seasons of peace and seasons of chaos. It's going it, to, there's, there's no, right. There's no, um, dictating. You don't get to call it like those things will come at you, but what is that paddle that you're going to grab? And and grabbing the paddle of being in his word is like the best tool you can grab out of all the tools we've talked about. I will say, I want to let you guys know too, as far as personal development goes, again, if you go to my website, selenajohnsonspeaks.com forward slash Selena's essentials, or just go to my website, you'll see Selena's essentials. I have in there my Amazon storefront. In my Amazon storefront is an actual, and actually I'll link it in the notes here too, the link straight to, I have a, uh, an, a list of personal development. So lots and lots of personal development in there, and I'll keep adding to it regularly for you guys. I'm very much trying to, this, this website is not about me, uh, about me. <laughs> like it's about me having a hub in order to provide you guys tools and things that are actually going to help you in your daily lives. So go check that out. And, uh, and again, I will link in the show notes, all of that for you too. Um, okay. So really in summary, you guys, I hope this has encouraged you to understand that, uh, you, you don't have to be a victim to randomness. There's so many things you can do, whether they be little, you know, I did a reel this week, um, that tells you when I was recording this, if you go look, but, I did a reel this week talking about feeling productive 
And I do three things every single day to feel productive. Number one is I make my bed. Number two is I move my body. And number three is I, what do I do? <laughs> brain dump. There we go. So number one, I, I make my bed. Two, I move my body. And three, I brain dump. And the reason that I'm bringing that up right now is because those are three little things. They're not, I'm not like writing news articles or I don't know, like doing something majorly impactful. I'm just doing something that's going to make me feel accomplished and productive. And I think that is also setting the tone for my day so that as I go through the day, these things that do come flying at me randomly, I don't feel so inclined to react to. I know that I have a plan. I'm going in with a plan. I will absolutely pivot where I need to pivot. And that is by the grace of God that he's giving me, given me that, uh, that capability at this point in my life, because that's not who I used to be. But anyways, I will pivot as I need to pivot. But at the same time, I have a strategy and a plan going into the day. And that's going to be the thing that helps you not feel like you're just at the mercy of the day coming at you. You're, you're the one that's actually in control of your day. All right. I hope this was helpful to you guys. I hope that it served you in some way. And I hope that you have a great rest of your day, wherever you're at and whenever you're listening to this. Bye. Thank you for listening. I'm just so grateful that you would take the time to be here with me today. I hope that if there's anything that inspired you or got you excited that you would share it to social media or send me a message with any input or feedback that you have. And just really appreciate the support and the encouragement that I get from you guys all the time. I will keep showing up and I hope you keep listening.